friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, culture kids. Welcome to our episode two. My name is Kristen, and I am your host along with my five-year-old son, Asher, And we created Culture Kids Podcast to share our passion for learning about different cultures and geography. In the last episode, we talked about the beautiful Mount Fuji located in Japan. Just about a two-hour plane ride away, there is another small but fascinating country we call South Korea. Now, this is a very special country for me and Asher because this is where I was born and raised. Asher was born in the United States, but he knows a lot about South Korea as we practice a lot of the cultural traditions that Asher's daddy and I both grew up with. And today, we want to learn more about one of our favorite dishes that came from South Korea, which is also our Culture Kids Word of the Day, Pibimbap. Asher is already very familiar with this dish as we sometimes make it at home or we order it at Korean restaurants. Asher, can you describe what bibimbap is? It's a dish with white rice with colorful veggies on top. You mix it all together and eat it. Bibimbap means mix and pop means rice. So together it, mi- it makes mixed pop. I mean, mixed rice. Yup. Pibimbap is also very healthy for you because it has a lot of ingredients. So it means it has a lot of vitamin? It really does. What are some of the ingredients Koreans typically put in their pibimbap? Spinach, carrots, beef, egg. And it's really colorful. Yes, one of my favorite parts about bibimbap is that Koreans like to choose colorful ingredients to put on the top of the rice. You can just imagine how colorful it would be to put spinach, which is... Green! Carrots, which is... Orange! Egg, which is... Yellow! And beef, which is... Brown! With just those ingredients, there's already orange, yellow, brown, and green. You can add other veggies such as zucchini or bean sprouts too. And now my personal favorite part is the sauce that you mix it in. Asher, do you like spicy foods? No. (laughs) Well, I love spicy foods, so we like to put a thick red spicy sauce called gochujang on top of the vegetables and the rice and mix it all in. Asher, can you try saying gochujang? Gochujang. Very good. Gochujang is a red hot pepper paste, and the basic ingredients of gochujang include red chili, rice, soybeans, and salt. Koreans love to add gochujang to their traditional dishes and give it an extra kick. I sometimes like to dip my cucumbers or veggies in gochujang and eat it as a snack. But you gotta be careful because it can be quite spicy. You could put soy sauce, sesame oil, or garlic to your pibimbap. 
yeah, that's how you like to eat it because it's not as spicy. Asher's younger sister, Arden, who is two and a half, also loves to eat bibimbap that way too. So how do we make bibimbap? Well, first you make the rice, which we call pop in a rice cooker. If you don't have a rice cooker, you can also make the rice in a pot over a stove. Next, you decide on the veggies you want to add. As I mentioned earlier, Koreans typically put carrots, spinach, beef, a runny egg, mushroom, zucchini, and bean sprouts. Now that's a lot of ingredients. You don't have to put all of them in. Maybe just some or whatever you have. And then you cook the vegetables. You guessed it. We typically like to season our vegetables with salt and oil for bibimbap. The ground beef is also fully cooked and the egg is made into a runny, gooey, delicious sunny side egg. Once the rice is done, you carefully place the cooked veggies and meat on top of the rice. Lastly, you add the sunny side egg on top. Boy, I'm getting hungry here. How about the sauce? Ah, yes. Good question. I like to serve the sauce on the side so that people can decide how much they want to add. It's kind of like how people like to ask, would you like your salad dressing sauce on the side or mixed in? It's the same idea. People like to have their paving pop in hot stone bowls. That's a very important fact that you shared. There's the regular bibimbap that you eat in a plain bowl, and then there's hot sizzling stone bowl that you can also serve the bibimbap in. The bibimbap that is served in the hot stone bowls are called dolsot bibimbap. Can we try saying that, Asher? Dolsot bibimbap. Dolsot bibimbap? That's a bit of a tongue twister, but you did a good job. Dolsot bibimbap bowls are served in a stone bowl, which are usually heated in an oven or a stove. Then you could put sesame seed oil on the black bowl and the rice veggies on top. That's right. I don't know if everyone would agree with me on this, but I think bibimbap is so much tastier when it's served in a sizzling hot stone bowl. Plus, it's more fun to hear it sizzle as you're eating. Asher, can you share with your listeners how a dolsot bibimbap sounds like when it's served? Yes. I can almost smell it. And do you want to know how bibimbap was created? Yes. So nobody knows for sure, but there are some ideas on how bibimbap was invented. A long, long time ago, when there were kings and queens in Korea, some people say that bibimbap was created because farmers or peasants didn't have time to really sit down and eat a proper meal where all the different side dishes would be presented on the dining table. Now, Asher knows that Koreans love to eat a lot of side dishes. So back then, they thought it would be easier to put all the side dishes into one single bowl with the rice on the bottom. That makes sense to me because one of the biggest challenges I have about serving Korean food is cleaning all the little plates we use to serve the side dishes. Side dishes in Korea are called panchang. Yes, it is. Different panchang dishes are always served with every meal in a traditional Korean setting. People also think that Pop was made to serve the kings when they were hungry because it's so colorful and easy to serve. 
That's also true. We will never know for sure exactly how Bibimbap was created, but those all sound like interesting guesses to me. Well, that's all we have for today on Bibimbap, but let's end our episode today by sharing some jokes because this may be Asher's favorite thing to do. Asher, do you have a joke you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yes. What is a car's favorite food? What? A beep beep bop. <laughs> That's a really good one. Okay, I have one. Why do I like to put soy sauce on my white rice? Why? Because brown rice is healthier than white rice. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. Because when you put soy sauce, which is brown, on white rice, it turns the white rice brown. That one's not that funny, is it? No. <laughs> Try another one. Okay. What does Bibimbap say in the morning? What? Rice and shine. Ha, ha, ha. Well, thank you for tuning in on another episode of Culture Kids Podcast. Have you tried bibimbap or dolsot bibimbap? If so, we'd love to hear all about it. Please email us at culturekidspodcast at gmail.com and share with us. If you love listening to our episode today, please also leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you and get to know you. Until next time. Annyeong, and that means goodbye in Korean. Asher, can we say annyeong? Annyeong. We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts.